and we're off. Hello everyone, and uh, welcome to my, um, I don't even know what this is, is this a podcast? Oh, maybe it is, maybe it's just me venting to a stranger, I don't know, but um, hello, uh, thanks for being here, if you are listening. Um, I guess this is just me doing unedited, raw thought, raw feeling, just sharing with whoever needs to hear it, maybe. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I went and visited a friend of mine today, someone who I would say is, uh, quite wealthy due to their parents' hard work. I guess it would be unfair of me to typecast them that way and just assume that they're so fucking rich or, you know, so well off, but they're doing really well for themselves. I would definitely argue that they are above middle class and it's always nice to see them. But I guess whenever I see him, I'm left with this, like, sort of feeling of unaccomplishment. And, again, it's very unfair to just assume that someone's so wealthy and so well-off. And I don't ever mean it in a bad way. There's no jealousy, avarice, or envy directed towards them. I'm really happy for them, and I'm really proud of them. But, you know, it just sort of, like, puts my life into perspective. And, like, I think about myself, what I've achieved in life you know, and this gives me sort of like a sense of my own worth. Every time I see him, I walk out thinking, mm, you live in a nice place. I live in a nice place too, but Yas is different. It's very quirky and unique. I would like that. I would like my own house like that. I like your rooms. I like your paint. I like your area. I feel good when I leave your house. I wish I had that too. I walk out thinking, this is what success is. I want to be successful. Then I have that conflicting feeling where each person has their own worth of success, their own measure of success, and it's unfair to base mine off someone else's because to be successful like them, you have to go through the suffering and uh, the struggle that they have gone through. So, I don't know. I guess it's sort of bittersweet. I don't know how to take it. Like... I guess everyone's so caught up with other people, you forget who you are. So when I think about myself, it just reinforces the fact that I've tried so hard in my life, I've done so much, but I think I can still do better. I definitely can do better. I should have done better, to be honest. And I'm not talking about better like, ooh, I got 99% on the test, I could have got 100. Not like that. I mean, like, I honestly could have done much more with my life. And at this rate, like... I am striving for more, but I'm just struggling. There's so many hurdles in my way. But then I sit back and I think other people probably look at me and are so envious of me. They're envious of my degree. They're envious of my family dynamic. They're envious of my cute little dog. That fucking beast. Holy shit. They're envious of me. They're envious of my independence. They're they're envious of my um, mobility, my skills, my character, my personability. So I guess it's not fair. To, uh, to look at other people and be envious of them because other people are envious of you. Like I said, I'm not envious of these people. I'm very proud of them. But it sort of gives me something to strive for or makes me sort of cautious about myself. And I don't really know how to feel about this. Like, I guess it's, it's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster. I have a great time over there. I, I always end up overstaying. But they're really straightforward and they say... There's no bullshit, stay as long as you want. 
I don't know, as someone from a culture, I mean, they're cultured as well, but as someone from, you know, like a, like a very similar culture, like, we, we have to draw lines somewhere, and I'm always worried that I overstay, um, and I probably do, which is why I don't go very often, but, I don't know, I'm going on a tangent, which is the whole point of this, just to, like, get my thoughts off my head, I feel much better now, to be honest, I've been having a really bad week, um, I got into a master's program this year, which I absolutely worked my ass off for. Um, I actually got in last year, but there was a little hurdle I had to go through, and I couldn't do it in time for um, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, enrollment. So I ended up wasting a whole year of COVID. And the worst part was, I didn't get a job as soon as I graduated. So I, um, because I was assuming that I was going to be studying the master's, so when I didn't get the master, I mean, when I when I didn't enroll in the master's, I had this entire year where I was just doing fuck all. I, I couldn't find a job in time because COVID sort of killed my um, sector. Um, you know, with, with the qualification that I got, I was uh, definitely well suited for research, you know, medical writing, things like that. Uh, I did a few electives. So I was really interested in marketing, filmmaking, uh, advertising, really cool stuff like that. Social, you know, uh, social media maintenance, things like that. But um, I, it really, really screwed me over, and I wasn't able to, uh, to to do what I could have done. And uh, due to that, I uh, I'm, I'm now redundant because it's been a year. I finished my degree in 2019 at the um, in December, and it's been well over a year since I finished. And pretty much considered redundant. I'm finding it impossible to get jobs, whereas other people with the same qualifications are getting jobs. So people that I knew that had the qualification already have jobs because they had experience, and I'm just sitting here with nothing. So I'm really stressed out because um, now I'm in my master's, which is great, but my master's is a very rigged program. Basically, um, you have to find your own placement. And let's say there's about 50 people in my course, right? This course is done by like at least seven universities. So I'm sitting here with 50 people, fighting with 50 people to get a placement. And there's 50 other people in all these other institutions. So there's about... You could argue there's about, you know, like less than 300 of us every year fighting for seven placements. Only seven placements. If you're lucky, you'll get 10. But seven to 10 placements every year, and all the placements are under table. So if you find a placement in the hospital, um, it's already, the, the job's already gone to someone. The only reason it's being advertised is for legal reasons, to cover their ass legally, which I understand. I get the hustle. It's not ethical. I don't agree with it, but I get why people do it, and I don't know why people do it. Why? Why are you so lazy? Why don't you want to train someone? Why don't you want to get better people out there? You don't know unless you've tried. I don't understand that at all. But that's that's a problem over there. And then everyone's... So, like, you know, half of them are gone to uh, under table. And then what happens to the rest of them? They all want to find someone that's already trained, even though it's a trainee role where they have to train a new person. They're finding someone who doesn't have to be trained because they want an autonomous worker who they can pay for less as a trainee, which I think is incredibly unethical. And I don't know why nothing's being done to address this. It's, it's disgusting and it's, it shouldn't be in, in, in our society. I, I don't understand. Obviously, I'm making a stand for this because I'm affected. Someone who isn't affected probably wouldn't fucking care and I totally understand that. It's human. But, you know, what do you do? What can you do? It's, uh, it's really upsetting. I don't know. So I've been really stressing out about that because I spent a whole year trying to find placement. Couldn't find placement without experience. Can't get the experience without placement. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense at all. So I, uh, I was looking through my dashboard today 
well, at the start of last week, actually, the second week of uni, uni started last week, and I'm just like, wow, there's like about 50 people here, and out of them, one person got a placement and moved from Melbourne to um, Bundaberg, which is a fair move. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that. If I lived in Melbourne, I would like go to Bundaberg for what, one and a half years of training. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's lovely. It's great. You're getting paid to travel, meet new people in an unfamiliar situation, which will strengthen you as an individual. Why wouldn't you do that? I would love to do that. But she was lucky. I don't know. Had lucky her, I guess. What can I say? I feel like shit every day. It's horrible. But you know, everyone reassures me that I'm a strong individual and that I'll find something. I mean, those are pleasant things to hear. But, you know, at 3 a.m., I'm up all night, can't sleep. Then when I do end up sleeping, it's like really late and I wake up at 2 p.m. and half my day's gone. So that's a slump of my productivity. And that's really disheartening and upsetting because I don't want to be like that. It's really unhealthy to be like that. Um, but, okay, going back off the tangent, um, yeah, I mean, my placement's a really big scare. So I've decided that. Oh, uh, actually, another thing I forgot to mention was if you don't find placement, there are some shady organizations that actually will give you a placement, but at a cost. It's insane. Training must be paid. It must be paid for legal reasons. I've tried going pro bono, but it doesn't work. They will not hire you because you have to be on payroll in order to be covered by insurance, apparently. I don't know the, the legitness or the legitimacy of this claim but it's apparently that's a thing so here we are fucking trying to figure that out but um some places one place did reach out to me after i applied and they were like hey this isn't a paid uh position by the way you have to pay us and i was like sure how much do i pay turns out they are asking me for 40 australian dollars an hour with a minimum of four hours can you imagine that these people are making upwards of $120. They're making like, I think, like 160 bucks an hour. No, sorry, a day. 160 bucks a day of some idiot student who didn't figure out or think about it before joining them. And I was like, wow, this is really, really bad. And the placement um, prerequisite or the placement advice, a guideline um, that was given to us was it has to be, for an accredited degree, a minimum of three business days three working days or it was either three days i think or three hours a day but i don't know no, i don't think that's right i i would argue that it's at least three days three full days a week so it's incredibly like insane like can you imagine how much you're paying for a year and a half and imagine if you fail something imagine if you know these people and 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 i did go there i was stupid enough to go there just to see if it was viable and these people would not teach you you would not see the cases that you had to see. They were basically making a killing off you, the dumbass that fell for it and thought they could do something with their lives. It's disgusting. And I would name and shame, but I'm worried about legal implications. Maybe in a time where I'm much more financially well off, I will name and shame. And if I have to go to court, I'll probably ruin them if I have my could. It's absolutely horrible that the things they do to these students that don't know the students that just want to do something good for themselves, they, they, they want a better livelihood, they want to, dare I say, even help other people. We all know that no one's here for the um, for the uh, the reward of helping someone. You're all here for the money, and I understand that. That's a human thing. In this capitalist society, that's probably the, the main driving factor for most jobs. You know, if I, if, I, if I earn well, I can live well, I can provide for my family. Makes sense, I guess. 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I do enjoy this. I do want to do this to help other people. But I'm definitely in it for the money. Of course I am in it for the money. At least I can admit that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. But anyway, so that, that's, that's a thing. And some places were even worse than that. They were looking at, they were asking 14K up front. Had to be paid on the first day you start. How, how on earth? I cannot fathom. How do these people do these things? It's horrible. Can you imagine? And the worst part is, it's not guaranteed. You're actually falling for it by not reading it properly. You know, in the heat of the moment, you want this so bad. You go in, you apply, you fork out that money. Turns out it's not a real placement. It's actually just to like something on the side that you could have done to like upskill. Maybe in order to secure placement, but that's not guaranteed. It's incredible. It's incredible how deceiving and deceitful people are out here. And it's horrible. I'm sick of it so I've decided to drop out and do something else but see if I drop out now I will be in uncertainty for the next um, for the next three months pretty much I mean I won't find out if I got anything else until till August dare I say if I'm lucky June if I'm lucky June but dare I say August and and I, I, I don't know how to feel about this because I don't have a job you know, I'm looking for work. I would love to... Find, see, if I had work, I would, you know, defer or apply for an intermission with no fear. I would be absolutely happy to go out, do, you know, save up for myself, try and do something, and then come back with a game plan. But I'm in uncertainty, and it's so dangerous. I've been in uncertainty for a whole year doing nothing. At least I got some social security out of it because um, I was studying full-time on the books but my course is only delivered part-time so that was an um before my course while i was while i was waiting i had to do this uh, bridging program and that qualified me to get some social security now i don't have social security because my course is part-time and they don't recognize that even though it's full-time hours which is why they're only doing it as part-time because it's too overwhelming to study full-time um the government doesn't uh, recognize that so i'm off um social security and now I have, I have to um, I'm on this uh, a job seeking program they call it where they want me to spend at least 40 hours a week working working to get assistance doesn't make any sense to me and I'm not afraid to work ultimately at the end of the day when I start my career you know um, some of my tax well, my tax is going to go to helping other people through social security I don't have a problem with that I totally understand you know how hard it is to like study and work some people do it because they're built like that some people do it because what they're studying is flexible and helps them that way some people do it because they have um, uh, employment that's actually uh, coincides or coexists or complements their work I'm sorry their study so with me it's really difficult because doing something full-time it's really really hard to work and, and, and study this intense, intense medical studies. So I, I really don't know what to do, but it's really, um, it's really uncertain and unsettling. So now I'm on uh, a job seeking program and um, they won't, they're pretty much trying to get you off the program, which I understand because there are a lot of lazy individuals out there. There are a lot of people that try to like, you know, uh, bend the system or rot the system for their own personal gain because they are lazy and you know I mean if, you, if you're going to that effort I gotta like give it to you I guess I guess you are um, it's quite uh, resourceful and 
as disgusting as it is, some respect has to be given to that because, in a way, that's it. That's working hard to not do work. As funny as it sounds, I mean, I'm not. I'm not condoning what they do. I'm not. I'm not um, justifying it or, or uh, you know, um, exemplifying it. But it's 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 entertaining to see that. And I, I can I can see what they're doing, and I, I I get why people do that. I guess, and it's kind of um, you know that's an effort in its own. But you know people do things like this, so it's really hard, and I understand that. But unfortunately, innocence got caught in the crossfire. So I guess I'm sort of resilient mentally. I mean, I'm stressing out, I'm freaking out, but I have a bit of faith, I have a bit of spirituality that keeps me going. I believe everything happens for the best, and. Um, I'm trying, at least to say I'm trying. I don't know, it's hard. It gets really hard. It's hard to sleep. It's winter now as well. I, I absolutely hate winter. I mean, it's autumn, but it gets dark really quickly. The lack of sunlight makes me upset. I think of all the bad times in my life when I look at the weather because it coincides with what I've been feeling at those times. And um, then I visit people like this and I feel really happy. And then when I leave, I'm like, okay. I want that success. Why? Why? Why don't I have it? I mean, I'm, I'm willing to put the effort in. I want to put the effort in. Why don't I get it? Why do stupid people somehow fluke through medical school? And I mean, medical school exams and get into medical school. Why? Why do dumb people get jobs that requires them, you know, to perform highly? But when they start working, they do fuck all, and then you know, they're, they're on roll. Right individuals are stuck out here with nothing. Why do drug addicts and potheads get? work without being screened and end up doing hard drugs and going to treat patients, going to save people at, at swimming pools. These are really, really vague, vague, vague and really random examples I'm giving. But anyone that knows me, anyone that can identify me through this weird podcast would know exactly the type of people I'm on about. And uh, I, I don't mean to alienate anyone that's listening that doesn't know me, but um there's a lot of people out there in positions and roles that they don't deserve. And what can I say? I guess that's just life. But what do we do? We just have to hope for the best, be the best versions of ourselves, help other people. You know, do for others what we want, would want someone to do for us. And I guess we can slowly change the world that way. I don't know. I don't know. It's just me ranting now, but... Thanks for listening so far, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to do now. I, um, I've just been driving home. I guess I'll stop recording soon and make it home. But, um, you know, if you're going through a hard time or a tough time or you're very uncertain, let me just say that at the end of the day, the sun must set to rise. You can't have summer if you don't go through winter first. You can't have day without night. You know, you feel can't propel an arrow or a projectile without moving backwards to generate that energy, to generate that potential energy. So, let me just say that there's a beauty in darkness and struggle molds us. When you struggle and then become successful, you know, you know what other people are going through. You're a better person. You, des- you deserve your success when you go through struggle. And I know I'm out here shitting myself, stressing out every day, you know. But at the end of the day, the little comfort.
comfort I get is from the thought that one day I'll make it big and when I do I'll help someone else because this isn't a great place to be I know it's hard and if you're listening I just wanted to say that we are in similar boats never the same but similar and even though I don't know you I'm with you and I, I, I know you'll do well I know who the fuck you are and who's listening to this all I'm going to say is you will do well eventually you know you just have to power through it and the stronger you are you, you walk out the stronger when you, when you power through this so um, I, I reckon I'll end it at that um, yeah I mean this is me my raw emotion I'm not going to edit anything I'm just going to like stop it and then upload it and if you like what you hear then um, you know tune in for the next one I guess so go if, you, if you're late and you you know you're like uh, look listen to this now after like I've been posting for a while then uh, you know definitely go check out something else and uh, see if anything uh, is uh, targeted to you if anything's localized and it's uh, effective for you I wish you all the best in life and um, if you ever catch me out there um, let me know uh, if you need a hug let me know I'll come hug you uh, if you ever need to talk uh, you just play this and just listen to me mm, yeah you know what I was uh, this 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 would have been much better if I didn't talk for the last minute anyway uh, yeah take care okay life's uh, life's a crazy thing crazy crazy thing but um it's good it's great there's beauty in it so uh take care look both ways before you cross the road stay aware stay safe drink lots of water sleep well eat well don't eat too much watch what you eat take care and um i will see you next time bye all the best